Hello, this is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on practicing cognitive flexibility during the holidays. Cognitive flexibility. This is defined as our ability to disengage from one task and respond to another or think about multiple concepts at the same time. When we show cognitive flexibility, we're able to learn more quickly, solve problems more creatively, and adapt and respond to new situations more effectively. So we're engaging in one task, then we need to adjust and immediately engage in another task. Does that sound familiar during the holiday season? We may disengage, then engage, disengage, then engage. The holidays often take us out of our comfortable routines. And cognitive flexibility can help us be adaptable during this time of change and to help us to go with the flow. Um, All right, so you can count on many challenges coming our way. But let's look at the many examples of the small challenges that come our way. Of course, there's those large challenges that are major stressors in life, like the loss of job um, or, or worse, a major injury or worse, cancer or even the loss of life. And certainly during holiday season, uh, this can be a time of grief because we're reminded of those loved ones that we've lost. But let's look at some of the small challenges, which in the whole scheme of things are really mere inconveniences. Yes, in family life, there are many inconveniences. Think of all of the inconveniences that occur in a typical day in a family. Spilled milk, toys all over the house, a missing remote, toys left out in the rain, balls rolling or even bouncing in the house, shoes left out by the front door that you trip over, dirty clothes put back in the drawers. What? Or dirty clothes left away from the hamper, misplaced keys, a lost purse, Christmas ornaments broken. How many times have you told them to put the soccer ball away, right? A glass bowl with cereal milk, it falls and breaks in the floor right before you're trying to leave for school. Or how about a computer crashing? Or how about Wi-Fi not working during an important download? How about the new dog not following his training and going in the house? How often do people get angry with a slow computer or miffed in what seems like needing new brake pads again on your car? Or how about the frustration that comes from a jammed copy machine? Traffic jams or a car won't start. Think about all those repetitive routine and mundane tasks, mundane tasks that are now an inherent part of family living. Vacuuming, dusting, garbage, mowing the lawn, dirty diapers, dirty dishes, dirty bathrooms. All of these mere inconveniences. These inconveniences elevate a frustration if we let it. These inconveniences distract us if we let it. These inconveniences can cause us to explode if we let it. Most of us aren't getting happy right at the moment of the start of an inconvenience. And all of this is elevated during the holiday season. And the answer is cognitive flexibility. But then let's talk about some of those holiday issues, those common beliefs that that come up and emerge during the holiday season. Think about this belief. I can't get it all done. Or here's another common one. This is way too much. How many of us struggle with too many gifts or not enough gifts for the kids? Or how about this belief? I can't stand my family. Yes, hard to believe sometimes that comes up during the holiday season. 
But this is a big one. And yes, no matter how much you love your family, there are things that bother you. There are triggers from family of origin issues. Every one of us brings family baggage into our new family. Um, I even had a teenager client recently who commented, Mom is so different at family reunions during holiday season. Or how about this belief? I'm exhausted, right? This is true. Think about it. One of the things we know about research is that stress has a delayed effect. Well, when the train comes to a stop, there are many variables that causes it to delay in its stop. Stopping distance may vary for three locomotives with 52 cars behind, and depending on how loaded each car is and the loading percentage of each car, an engineer hitting the emergency brake leading to pressure in the cylinders going from 90 PSI to zero, it's going to have a delayed effect with each car. Think about you during the holiday season. I think about where you're at right now. It takes a long time for the train to stop. There's a delay in stress in you as a train. It takes a long time for you to stop. You're exhausted. And, and then there's the issue of divorce, and that comes up during the holiday season. Lots of kids are growing up in divorced homes. Lots of families around my current city have situations where kids are growing up with two residences. Sometimes people use the phrase, good divorce. This is debatable. For a great resource on the effects of divorce on kids, which, by the way, there aren't many books out there on it, uh, see the book Between Two Worlds, The Inner Lives of Children of Divorce by Elizabeth Marcard. So kids growing up with two homes, they're constantly trying to make sense of the differences between two different worlds. This has always been the most difficult thing about divorce. No matter what good comes out of divorced relationships, such as in my personal experience, I have a sister and three stepbrothers, tremendous blessings in my life. But regardless, the single biggest challenge is making sense of two different worlds. And this can be exhausting during holiday season for children. Kids grow up with a split understanding. After a divorce, the task that once belonged to the parents to make sense of kids' different worlds now becomes the child's. The grown-ups can no longer manage the challenge, so the child is asked to try. And it is difficult to try to make sense of the differences between two different worlds that have no, no overlap at all. Parents who grew up with a divorce background Maybe a small percentage see their children experiencing similarities, recognizing their pain and the split experiences. Um, Many may just be trying to manage, trying to manage the the custody situation, the, the time management, the split schedules. These complex issues add to the holiday blues. They add to the inconveniences. They add to the spiral of anxiety that accompanies stress management. So with all of these situations coming up as we celebrate the holidays, it's important to come back to our primary behavioral health recommendations. So as you know, if you've listened to these parenting podcasts, I often bring up the big three. That's exercise, nutrition, and sleep, right? We need to get our exercise. We need to recognize what we eat has a huge effect on the brain-gut axis. It has a huge effect on our stress management and staying hydrated, 
is a, is a big factor. But for more information, check out superfoodsrx.com, a great website on superfoods. But there's little things that we can do. Instead of snacking on Christmas cookies and all that icing and processed food and sugar, and sugar is a huge factor in raising anxiety and causing mental health problems and elevating the problems that we do have during holiday stress. Um, but instead, eat spinach. <laughs> I mean, how many of us are going to do that? Maybe not many, but magnesium-rich foods, they help a lot with stress management. Having an orange uh, can help bring your body, your cortisol levels back to a stable state of equilibrium um, after stressful events. So think about what you eat when you're experiencing anticipatory anxiety, maybe when you're dropping the kids off at their dad's, um, having instead of a frappuccino or some cake, maybe an orange and, um, and, and some good superfood. Some, uh, nutrition makes a huge difference with cortisol management, with, with uh, stress management. And then, of course, sleep. Sleep is a big factor. And if you're dealing with a lot with kids, sleep is a huge factor. Um, getting sleep helps with stress management. Then there's using cognitive flexibility. Know in advance that flow is needed. Know in advance. Tell yourself to embrace being inconvenienced. Sounds crazy, huh? It actually gives us a psychological advantage. Changing shoulds to preferences. Using mantras like, I have the, the adaptability to flexibly transition despite stress. <laughs> I mean, that's a mouthful, but how about... Simply, I can adapt. And you use mantras in order to be flexible. And then embrace holiday flow. Take time to engage in rituals and traditions. Teach kids mindful eating, slowing down. Take time to embrace the present. Do what you can to not rush. Be in the moment. Notice by using your senses things you can see, touch, smell, hear, or even taste. So think about um, instead of looking to sugar, look, look to healthy foods as we engage in our senses. Be intentional about what you do. Teach the kids to be present and not rip presents open, but rather to enjoy the moment. Kids with gift anxiety. You know those kids who unwrap everything as fast as they can because of anticipatory anxiety? Some parents will say, oh, that's just who Charlie is. No, that's not who they are. The solution to this anxiety is slowing down. Parents can replace this urge and anxiety with enjoyment and slow down satisfaction. And this is a good metaphor for us all to embrace the present. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's Parenting Podcast.